When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Friday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck is already down in the free state of Florida. I will join him there for Monday's show. And then on Tuesday, as a reminder, we will be live from Mar-a-Lago with President Trump there in uh, in the official I guess the Southern White House, uh, as it was called during 45's term, should be an awesome Tuesday, should be a fun Monday as well. And I want to start off, by the way, Buck at WJNO, our affiliate down in the Palm Beach, Florida area. But I want to start off with something that is totally insane, that is mind-boggling, and that is basically getting ignored by media everywhere. And Buck, I was so fired up yesterday about this. It's one of those stories I couldn't wait to come in and talk to our audience about because it's one of the great things about having the biggest radio show in the country is that if people aren't paying attention to a story, I don't have to rely on them to talk about a story, Buck. You and I can come and we can talk about it and we can help to make sense of an insane world by spreading sanity. So, this story in Louisville, for background, for people who haven't been paying attention, uh, there's a man named Quintez Brown. He is a Black Lives Matter supporter. He has been on Joy Reid's show in the past on MSNBC during all of the imbroglio surrounding police shootings in the city of Louisville. And this guy, who is 21 years old, He walked into a campaign headquarters, I believe is where it was, and there is a Democrat running for mayor of Louisville. That man's name is Craig Greenberg. He is Jewish, running for mayor of Louisville. This guy walked in with a 9mm, fired at him multiple times, a round grazed Craig Greenberg's clothing so he could have easily been murdered 
This man, Quintez Brown, fires multiple shots at a Jewish mayoral candidate for uh, the city of Louisville. This would in many ways be classified as an assassination attempt. He only gets, Buck, $100,000 in bail money, which is crazy in and of itself. But Black Lives Matter Louisville raises the money partly through crowdfunding and bails him out of jail within two days. He is now a free man outside of jail, even though he attempted to assassinate a Jewish mayoral candidate in the city of Louisville. Despite the fact that crowdsourcing has been shut down for all of the Canadian truckers, despite the fact that Kyle Rittenhouse, who was rapidly found not guilty, had a $2 million bail that he had to post to get out of jail and was not allowed to raise any money. And oh, by the way, the media showed up knocking on the door of people who donated 50, 100 bucks to the Kyle Rittenhouse Defense Fund, and they're doing the same thing for the Canadian truckers. This man, a clear BLM supporter who was actually bailed out by BLM Louisville, attempts to assassinate a Jewish politician, and the story is nowhere to be found. I think it should be, Buck, the number one story in America of a domestic nature. Obviously, Ukraine is going on and the Canadian truckers are going on. But in terms of internal stories in the United States, this should be, in my opinion, the number one story, the hypocrisy, the absurdity, the outright lies that are not being discussed here is mind-boggling to me. Your thoughts, and are you as crazily angry over the way this story is playing out as I am. I think you're right to feel the indignation about the double standard, but I think you and I both know, Clay, these are the rules that we are supposed to play by now. The rules are two sets of rules. One side, the left, gets to do things a certain way. They can raise money for causes. They can have whole political movements that engage in widespread criminal destruction, rioting, looting, arson, and have some members of that political group, in the case of BLM, who either try to or do kill cops, or in this case, this guy was an avowed BLM supporter. Yes. I believe he had been a guest. That's right. He was on Joy Reid's MSNBC show during the... uh, during the story of the BLM uh, protest rise back. It was 2018, to be fair, but he was on her yes. show live from Louisville. This guy's clearly a a member of, as much a card-carrying member as one can be, although I know, not, they know, I know they don't actually have cards, of the Black Lives Matter movement, and the media doesn't want to touch the story, really. They don't want to talk about it. I'm sure we're going to be hearing, we already have heard a little bit of, Oh, there were mental health issues that this individual had. Perhaps this was a personal feud. It had nothing to do with politics. Right away, they shift the narrative away from what could be damaging to the overall movement, which is, hold on a second, what what kind of individuals take up leadership roles in BLM? Since we're talking about this, what has BLM done with, I think it was $60 million that was over raised? Over $100 million, even, I think, oh, they uh, raised no. overall, and they're not sure what happened to tens of millions of it. Right, Well, but there's $60 million specifically that Amazon uh, has said that its charity platform is not getting answers with, wait, you, ra- you used our Amazon charity platform, you raised $60 million, 
what did you do with this? So they've suspended they've yeah. suspended them now as a You're result right. of it. That that's a lot of money for a charity that doesn't actually do charity. You know, <laughs> it's time we have a reckoning in this country with the fact that BLM as a movement, I wrote about this at foxnews.com, has a legacy now of more crime, more dead people across the board, young black Americans, police officers, every more murders, more crime. What did this movement actually give the country? That didn't make things worse. And yet corporate America bent the knee, was begging, BLM, how big a check can I write you? What does BLM even try to do? What is it trying to accomplish? Well, they're bailing out attempted murderers is one way they're using their money. Exactly. You you see, what, what what does the movement do? What decisions does it make? Is it actually promoting things that will... Uh, provide for safer communities? Is it improving community police relations? Is it having worthwhile conversations in high crime communities about why is this a high crime community? What's going on here? What can we do to make things better? No, BLM, as we know, was the mobilization of the left. It was the mob. It was leftist rage out in the streets in an election year. And now we find ourselves looking at this saying to, saying to each other, what exactly is it going to take before this becomes, I mean, the, the, the truckers have the full weight of the Canadian government coming down on them. And so far, all I've seen is a bunch of guys like handing out sandwiches and, you know, playing hockey in the streets while they're, yeah, they're, their trucks are parked in downtown Ottawa and they've blocked some traffic. I get that. But Clay, they're using terror finance, terror finance statutes in Canada to seize people's bank accounts. BLM has had people, there was a BLM supporter in the first uh, iteration of the movement who assassinated five Dallas police officers. Never hear about that anymore. You know, this individual who tried to kill the mayor, or the, sorry, the would-be mayor of Louisville, Kentucky, and yet there's no, there's, no, there's no conversation at the national level about what exactly does BLM stand for, and why is it that the Democrat Party got away with embracing this movement wholesale and now just acts like it didn't happen. Same thing we're going to see with all the COVID restrictions, Clay, as we've talked about. Oh, we never did that. We never believed that. When it works for them, they're all about it. When the consequences are felt by the American people, they change. They rewrite history. I This is why I think, and I understand the argument of there are different rules for different people based on whether they have a big D or a big R in front of their name, right? I understand that. But this is how you win independent voters. This is how you win people in the middle part of the country. This is how you win persuadable Democrats. By pointing this out, BLM is bailing a man out of prison who attempted to assassinate a Jewish politician. And almost no one, are you seeing this story anywhere on MSNBC, despite the fact that they had this dude, Quintez Brown, as a guest, are you seeing this on CNN? Has the Washington Post or the New York Times even covered it? This is, to me, a perfect distillation of the hypocrisy of BLM and also the underlying, and this is a big deal, Buck, because it doesn't get much attention, the underlying anti-Semitism of much of the BLM apparatus. Remember, when they're out marching, a lot of times they started chanting anti-Israeli, anti-Jewish chants. And even this politician in Louisville, and by the way, we're number one 
in the radio market of Louisville. So I know a lot of you people listening right now in Kentucky who have had to see this on the ground, the Breonna Taylor fallout, everything that has to do with the power of BLM. You haven't felt like you can even speak out about it. This has to destroy BLM to the extent that it still had any moral authority in many parts of the country. BLM is finished, I would imagine, in Louisville after this decision. And now we see also how the system becomes the fallback. I'm sure if they're pushed on this, Clay, they'll say, well, everyone should be able to, a judge should be able to set bail. Okay, well, what's the amount of bail? And also, isn't somebody that tries to kill a politician for reasons that we're still finding out, isn't that someone who's a danger to the public and therefore bail you would think is not something that you would get? I mean, a $100,000 bail for an attempted political assassination, as you point out, that's what this seems to be. That's pretty that's pretty low. And beyond that, we've seen people who have lost their jobs. In fact, it's happening right now. People are losing their jobs for giving money to support the Canadian truckers. People lost their jobs for giving money to Kyle Rittenhouse's defense. If you yes. donated to Kyle Rittenhouse's defense, I thought we all believed in this country that everybody should get the best defense they possibly can so that justice can be done. Not when it came to Kyle Rittenhouse, the entire national Democrat media pretended like that wasn't an abandonment of principle. So they can they can only get away with these games so much. It's either everyone gets the best trial or the best defense, rather a trial they can. Everyone should be entitled to a fair bail hearing or not. It can't just be, well, when there's somebody who's tied into BLM, we're going to have a very different approach to it because of the politics around it. And I think we all see that that's what's actually going on here. And imagine how this story would be covered for people out there saying, well, it's not that big of a story. I disagree with you. But imagine how big this story would be being covered if it were a dyed-in-the-wool Donald Trump supporter who had attempted to assassinate a Jewish mayoral candidate in Louisville and then a somehow Donald Trump-affiliated charity had bailed that person out of jail and if that person had only gotten a $100,000 bail that he had to post to get out. I mean, this is, to me, shameful. It is the essence of hypocrisy. It is defining, in many ways, the underlying racism, which is characterized by Black Lives Matter, and also, frankly, the anti-Semitism. If I'm the Jewish mayoral candidate in Louisville, I'm looking around and saying, wait a minute, the Jewish lives matter? This dude walked into my office and tried to assassinate me. He also, by the way, has a series, it appears, of uh, anti-Semitic posts that are out there. And he may well be mentally troubled. I don't doubt that. Many people who decide to try to kill people are. But that would be more evidence of why he doesn't need to be on the street right now. Would you feel safe if you're that mayoral candidate? And the guy who tried to kill you is already back on the street and could theoretically show up anywhere or some other misguided lunatic of BLM is going to maybe Just follow up with what he tried to do. One one quick thing to add in here, Clay. There were people who were held in solitary Still confinement are. for seven, eight, nine months at a time for illegal parading in a government building, okay? So we want to know what justice looks like in America. Ask the J6 denied bail because they're such a threat, the January 6th uh, people versus what's going on here with an attempted assassination. Ask them well about Well said. It. And I donated money, by the way. 
I'm, I want to be clear about this. Everybody is entitled to the best possible lawyer they can get. I'm an old school uh, lawyer in the context of John Adams did, made the right decision when he defended the people who shot on the colonists at the Boston Tea Party. And I donated money to those guys who were in girls, mostly guys, who were still being held inside of prisons because I think they need the right defense fund. But I'm consistent here. BLM isn't. They're frauds. Keeping your online information secure is not as easy as it sounds. You send and receive emails. You buy all kinds of things online. We're all compelled to use online services for one thing or another. So learning all the ways you can protect yourself and your online identity is helpful. One sure method is to arm yourself with LifeLock's online identity theft protection. Every day, we put our information at risk on the Internet. In an instant, a cyber criminal could steal what's yours. You'd be surprised how easy cyber thieves can plant malware on your computer or phone. All it takes, one mistaken click on a text message or an email, your info vulnerable to cyber attack. That's why it's a good thing there's LifeLock. The company's set up to monitor online transactions 24-7, looking for evidence of your online identity being in the wrong hands. When they say it, they're in touch with you. You get an alert, and you're in touch with them immediately. If it turns out you're a victim of identity theft, LifeLock will assign a dedicated restoration specialist. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code CLAY. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Go online also at LifeLock.com and use the promo code CLAY. That is C-L-A-Y for up to 25% off. Jack Armstrong, he's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm down here in West Palm, sunny West Palm Beach. Thanks to WJNO for hosting me, Clay Main man Clay going to be down here with me on Monday because on Tuesday, Mar-a-Lago Day, going to be uh, wearing the the pastels and maybe a pink, maybe a pink blazer. Clay Travis, I don't know. I've <laughs> I've seen I've I've heard stories. I've seen I've seen still shots of the pink blazer on Fox. So uh, we're looking forward though to to chatting with former President Trump about about all things. I just want to say here one issue we're going to continue to be. Um, working on very closely is uh, or one area we're going to continue to follow up on is just how we see all the crime numbers now there's the what do you do about it phase and it's remarkable to see some of the democrats their responses to this because they can't hide from the numbers anymore it's a little bit like the covid failure and so now they're just they're they're admitting that there were problems but they just want to do more of what they've done with the crime issue, Clay, AOC slams the NYPD for arresting 12 shoplifters and claims they're being branded monsters for stealing diapers and baby formula. Can I just say, uh, this was on Daily Mail, it was $1,800 worth of stuff. I mean, at, at some point, you either have laws against shoplifting or you don't. Well, this is why Axios actually started off their morning brief, which is not a bad place, honestly, to see kind of what the narratives of the day are going to be. By saying that Democrats are terrified of the power of AOC and the squad when it comes to defining the overall uh, brand. This was uh, the headline. One big thing. Squad politics backfire. The hard left politics of AOC and the so-called squad. Once a dominant theme for vast numbers of elected Democrats is backfiring big time on the party in power. Top Democrats tell Axios. Folks, I got some great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, the Constitution, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at Clay and Buck for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and Declaration of Independence. These two founding documents establish the freest and most prosperous nation in history. Look, my favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something so everyone can read and understand the Constitution and carry a copy with them. To claim yours, go to Clay and Buck for Hillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket Constitution mailed. They'll send you yours free. That's Clay and Buck for Hillsdale.com. One more time, that's Clay and Buck for Hillsdale.com. Get your pocket Constitution mailed to you. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, rolling through the Friday edition of the program. Uh, you know, what's kind of fascinating, Buck, is, do you see Washington State is dropping all of their vaccine, man- I mean, sorry, their vaccine mandates, but also their mask mandates, it appears, and everybody's running for the hills. They're terrified, I think, of what the polling data is showing as parents are rising up all over the country and coming out against masks, and I feel like... What's going on at this point in time, tell me if you agree, is that 
everybody's trying to provide cover, certainly for the teachers unions, but also for Joe Biden speaking on March 1st in the State of the Union address, where I feel as if he is going to announce uh, some sort of drastic move, at least in his mind, as it pertains to COVID, so he can try to claim victory and say, hey, see, I took the virus seriously and now we have ended it. But in the meantime, and, and I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday, I do think the CDC guidance matters because a lot of school districts are saying, well, the CDC says kids still need to be in masks, masks still need to be worn in general, and that provides them the cover to be able to maintain what they're doing to kids, even though, as we have said on this show, it's child abuse. If you actually look at the data, Dr. Fauci is continuing to go out there. Of course, he doesn't have the time to do this show, but he's continuing to talk everywhere that will have him about how masks are still really important. This was last night. The evil dictator of medicine in this country continues to spread falsehood. Listen. Right now, what is going on with over 90%? 95 more more 97 percent of the country is within that zone that the cdc recommends to keeps the mask on and it is risky if you take it off right now look and it's great that the cases are going down phenomenal i'm thrilled i guess my question is are you concerned that taking off masks in schools will cause that number to go back up again well i have said it before john and there's no reason for me to to change that now it is risky it is risky you Ah. may get away with it very well it's possible you're going to get away with it but you do have a risk when you pull back, if you have a certain dynamic of infection, that you'll have a rebound. Fauci's a sociopath, as well as a megalomaniac. I'm going to do a little bit of from afar psychology diagnosis here. But this this guy has really serious issues. There's absolutely no question about that. I mean, you see, at this stage, to be saying, Clay, they're trying to, you're you're yelling. No, I'm looking at you. I you know I can't, I can't say on the radio restrain myself from reacting yeah. to what he is saying because I'm so angry. It's, it's such a lie, and we just want to yell profanity. Honestly, when you hear this guy saying it's risky, it could be a little. You maybe you're okay. Maybe you're. If it's maybe okay, it's obviously not very risky. You idiot! It's outrageous that we are still stuck in this mindset, or rather that Fauci is. We're not, but that Fauci is still pushing this. But again, imagine, Clay, if if places that are so worried about this pulled off their masks in schools altogether and then the data showed it, it did absolutely nothing. It, it had that's no meaning whatsoever. That's what the data showed. Yeah. No, I know. Shows but this is the constant fear. He's the emperor who wears no clothes. I mean, Buck, in northern Virginia, I, mean, I think we have to give credit for Glenn Youngkin. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Elections have consequences. He said, we're ending the school mask mandate. And cases for zero to 19 year olds, you know, babies to to, to teenagers are down 71 percent in Virginia since he did away with the mask mandate. And again, northern Virginia is an example, uh, but you can certainly look at Orange County versus L.A., at Davidson County versus Williamson County in my state of Tennessee, at the whole state of Florida where you are right now. There is zero scientific evidence to support that it is risky to let kids not wear masks. Well, 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 this is now a, this is now a faith-based issue for libs. This is a faith-based tradition. The mask is a sacrament. Uh, it, it's part of the, the 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 Fauciite belief system because he, here's what they've done really from the beginning. But you see it now because everything you said, everything that Clay just said, to be clear, verifiable with 
a simple search of the Internet with the CDC data. These are facts, okay? You look at these counties side by side, mask mandate, no mask mandate. We're talking in fact here, and they ignore it. But the way that they get around it when they're pushed is they always say, it would have been worse if not for. It would have been worse if not for, which is unfalsifiable. And, and so that's that's how you know you're dealing with people who are fanatics. That's how you know you're dealing with an absolutism. It's one of the ways I always say when someone's arguing with a leftist, ask them the climate change, a perfect example. What would it take for you to admit that this isn't happening the way you think? They can never give you an answer because, God forbid, they actually establish a benchmark that would prove them wrong and they hit it. Then they'd have to actually deal with that reality. They have an unfalsifiable way of approaching this, which is no matter what the data shows, Clay, it would have been worse. The same thing with children in schools. And, you know, Fauci has got to they're trying to hold on here to the very end. They got to hold on to the Biden declaration of victory. But you're even seeing in California, it's a scaling down of restrictions. They leave some in place because by leaving some in place, they maintain control while also taking credit for the relaxation, right? Which is why I keep saying this to everybody, and people know I'm something of a mask prophet. Until they're gone on planes, they're coming back again. It's just a question of when. Until planes say, Clay, they actually say mask up between bites over the PA system. I just flew here last night. I was like, what? Mask up between bites? This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. The dumbest. This is like telling people to put on a raincoat after they've jumped into a pool. And this is official <laughs> federal policy. I, 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 I yes, it, it is really funny, and that's why, by the way, we should give props to the state of Texas, which has filed a lawsuit yes. against the Biden administration, arguing that there is no basis whatsoever for there to be a mask mandate in place on airplanes. And that's why control groups are so important. And that's why I keep pointing to the data out of Tennessee, which was written about in the Atlantic. We had that awesome uh, pediatrician, I believe, come on and break down the fact that masks are not in any way beneficial against COVID. But I was a public school kid, K through 12 in Metro Nashville, uh, Tennessee. They have a mask mandate in place. In Franklin, Brentwood, about 10 miles south, there is no mask mandate. The rates of COVID infection in both counties are the exact same. So I would love, again, we would eviscerate Dr. Fauci if he would ever come on this program. I would love for him to just get asked that question. We have six months of data in neighboring counties. We just saw Charlotte, by the way, uh, in North Carolina. They came out and said the same thing. The data in Virginia certainly the data in L.A. County versus Orange County, confront him with that, I would love to hear what his response would be. And when he's actually pushed on it, there is no defense to any kid in America right now still having to have a mask on. Uh, People who... Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. uh, People who live with chronic pain know how difficult it is to do the simplest of things when you're feeling poorly you're still trying to figure out how to get through each day with less pain or how about just being pain free you need to try relief factor our friends at relief factor have designed a three-week quick start pack you take relief factor three times a day breakfast lunch and dinner for three weeks you'll know it works for you or not 
Hundreds of thousands of people have tried. 70% of them have gone on to order more. Amazing odds. Relief Factor works for 7 out of 10 people. Are you one of those 7 who lives their life in less pain as a result of Relief Factor? You need to try it out. That's why you can join the more than half million people. Order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF-1995. Three-week quick start developed for you. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Big discussion point among a lot of conservatives I know right now. Who's going to be the opposition leader? Is it really going to be Joe Biden? Do people believe that that's where we're heading? I, it feels like the, the reason that I'm not confident saying it won't be Biden is that I made I, I made a mistake. And, Clay, I will admit this. I assumed at the beginning of the Democrat primary that they wouldn't be so reckless as to put a guy who was always sub-mediocre and is now clearly way past his political prime in terms of his abilities and his um, acuity, we'll say, but they voted for him anyway. So, you know, I, I, the first time around I got, I got surprised and I wasn't the only one. I think Tucker also said early on 
There's no way it could be Joe Biden. Well, it turned out it is. There are a bunch of us who just didn't think that that was possible. So are they so reckless they would do it a second time? I think the answer is they're reckless enough. Do they think it'll work? That's the big question. And then there's the other thing, the other options that are out there, right? The other possibilities. Who was at the New York State Democrat Convention recently? None other than Ms. Hillary Clinton. Here she is. Clip nine. They will do nothing to invest in our schools or make college more affordable. They'll ban books, but do nothing about guns. They'll make it harder for people to vote, but easier for big corporations to bust unions. They'll let polluters trash our environment and let Donald Trump trash our democracy. That's why I intend to work my heart out to elect Democrats up and down the ticket this November. They'll ban books, but they'll do nothing about guns. I cannot believe this woman even got as far as she did in politics. It's pretty remarkable. I don't I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot right now, Clay. Who is who is more likable? Which is a which is something that is talked about often in politics. People always say George W. Bush, other than the fact that his dad was president and you know all that, but that his primary asset in politics was like Bill Clinton. I've met Republicans, I'm sure you have too, who have said Bill Clinton could walk in room and say, hey, what's up? I want a hug, high five. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to her. I want to bring everybody close. You know, everyone says Bill Clinton had this amazing skill set for that. Who is more likable, Kamala or Hillary? It's a phenomenal question. But let me say about Bill Clinton. I long for the days when all we had to worry about was a Democratic president screwing an intern as opposed to screwing the entire country like what we're seeing happen with Joe Biden right now, right? So uh, I would give anything to have some measure of small competence. Uh, I would I would trade uh, Monica Lewinsky for 7.5% inflation and a heartbeat. I'll tell you that right now. So uh, in terms of scandals. Now, that is such a great question. Who is more likable? I think it's Hillary. I Yay! think Hillary is more likable than Kamala Harris. And I understand there's there can be a debate out there. But to me, what is Kamala's calling card? She's She doesn't have any kids, right? Like, Hillary at least has the opportunity, whether you like it or not. She's a grandma. She had a daughter. She had a family. Kamala Harris is married to a white lawyer. She has no kids of her own. She seems so wildly uncomfortable in everything that she does. And she has never had, in my mind, I mean, Kamala Harris has a 38% approval rating in California right now, Buck. Do you know how hard it is for a Democrat minority woman who is the first vice president in the country to have a 38% approval rating in California? Well, see, I mean, this she's is why. Starting with a rig job, it's like she got the, 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 the exam questions in advance and still got an F. I mean, and maybe had an open book too, and she's still failing. This is why Hillary's emergence on the scene, right? You're Hillary she's going to be the nominee. If you're, if you're a normal, see it, folks? He's, he's calling the I'm shot. Calling, he's calling pointing my the shot upper right deck. Now. He's, he's pointing I'm, the upper deck. And I'm this telling is, you, this is it's going to be on. Hillary. It's it's amazing, man, because you think about this, a normal person, which is clearly not what Hillary Clinton is, who did not have a hole in her soul that could only be filled with power and prestige, right? A normal person at this point in Hillary would say, 
time to spend time with the grandkids, write the memoirs, do other things, you know, think about life, think about where we're, where we're all heading, you know what I mean? Not Hillary, she is not done, not even a little bit, and you can just tell the kind of rhetoric and the things that she's saying and the way she's out there. Here she is talking about the 2020 election and Donald, Donald Trump, play 11. America is only as strong as our unity and our democracy allows us to be. That's why New York must be not just the home of the Statue of Liberty, we must be the defenders of liberty. Not just a laboratory of democracy, but a protector of democracy. And we must reject the big lie about the 2020 election and the cover-up of the insurrection of last January 6th. The insurrection! Can we, can we just she, stop for a second here, Clay? She, first of all, she's, she's horrible. And second of all, the cover-up of the insurrection, CNN is basically the, quote, insurrection channel. Find me a random day, and there's about a 30% chance if you look up at the screen, it'll be all... Turns out one of the people arrested on the January 6th insurrection is a coffee drinker. You're like, wait, what? How is this even a news story? <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, Hillary propagated the idea that our democracy is broken by arguing that she won the 2016 election, yep. but for Russian interference for five years. And she just recently delivered what would have been her speech if she had won and shattered that glass ceiling in New York. I mean, Hillary is a total hypocrite. And, and this is why I say, Buck, that we need a complete ass-kicking in 2022 and in 2024. Because let's be honest, if you look at the history of elections in the 21st century for president, 2000, question of who won. 2004, Democrats say, what happened in Ohio? There's no way Kerry lost to George uh, W. Bush. 2008, really, Buck, I would argue, is the only election where people have said, okay, Obama beat McCain, where both parties acknowledged what actually happened. 12, there's a dispute. 16, there's a dispute. 20, there's a dispute. You know when there's not a dispute? When somebody wins by an overwhelming electoral college majority and just really kicks ass. Well, And I think that's what we need to see in 24. Whoever well, the, good the Republican news is, nominee is has to win the, big. The good news is if it's enough of a wave... Any one individual race, right? They they may get really contentious. And remember the Norm Coleman Al Franken race oh, up yeah. in Minnesota, where they were it was it was down to a couple of hundred votes. I think it might have even been less than that as a margin at one point, and they were magically finding ballots for Franken in the trunks of cars. Oh yeah, look how that happens. So that there might be shenanigans like that. But if you're talking about a you know a twenty thirty vote majority for Republicans in the House and maybe picking. By the way, the Senate the Senate map. Could tougher. be a little better from what yeah. I said. It's a little, it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be I think a they're going to. But as long as you have at least one house in the hand, or rather one part of Congress in the hands of the Republicans, it'll limit the damage the loony left can do. And then we're really just focusing in on the presidential election. And, you know, there's definitely one guy I feel like might run on the right um, as, a, as the Republican nominee. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk to him on Tuesday. Uh, maybe we'll have a little chat with former President Donald Trump about whether his plans are, are up, uh, let's just say has he decided or not. And we've got the Canadian truckers, friends. The crackdown is underway right now. Arrests have been made. They are circling in. The tyrant Trudeau looking to quash dissent 
Clay and I will break down whether or not the Canadian truckers can hold the line in a few minutes. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.